0: Hey, I'm Nick DiMatteo, and welcome to episode number 49 of Music Is Not A Genre. Each week I take a release from my collection, I discuss it, I give you my take on it, I throw in some other interesting info, related and unrelated, and I connect it to my music, other music in the world, and other things in the world. Uh, Please take a moment to subscribe above and click that bell so that you'll be notified when new videos are coming, which is uh, just about every single week. Uh, If you think you know somebody who loves music as much as I do or as you do, then please share this channel or this video. Uh, If you're super obsessed and want more, 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 just more music talk and uh, special edition exclusive podcasts, interviews, and performances, please, at the top right, click on my Patreon link, uh, my Patreon page there. It's got a whole bunch of extras, and I would love it if you would consider supporting me there. Uh, Thank you. Before we get into this week's topic with the smiling face Uh, I wanted to mention something there's something in the works right now which is that all of these video podcasts are being uh, trans uh, translated transmuted into audio audio only and will soon be available on the various uh, podcast streaming services uh, I don't have a lot of the details yet, I'm just kind of updating you on that so that you can be on the lookout for it. And when they are all available uh, via audio only, I will let you know and I'll and I'll uh, make sure there's a link there for that. So stay tuned for that, it should happen in uh, very soon actually, gradually, but it will start very soon within the next week or two here at the beginning of 2021. Hope everyone is uh, having a good start to the year. So this week's topic is... Well, you know, those of you watching can see this smiling face. Those of you listening, I will clue you in. Uh, Is about not-so-hidden talents. Oh, the things you don't know. There are a lot of people in the world who have multiple talents. That's not a surprise, a revelation. It's not a rare thing, frankly. Uh, if someone has the ability to learn something and do something well, chances are that that ability to learn can transfer to other things. The creative mind in particular, uh, you'll find many, many people in uh, creative pursuits who are multi, multi multi-talented. And I think that's because the creative mind works in a way where it it absorbs and interprets and... uh, you know, has a, a certain output that's different from other people in the world. It, it finds connections to things that other people can't see. It finds inspiration, things that are may other people may think of as unrelated or not inspirational at at all. And so if a mind works that way, it tends to work that way in more than one field, in more than one medium, Uh, you know, musicians who are also actors, who are also writers, who are also singers, who, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And again, you know, like I said, that's not a rare thing. You can probably name a dozen people off the top of your head who have at least, you know, two talents that they're famous for. And the thing here is, and what I think is rarer, is there are so many people out there in the creative world, in particular, eh, you know, everywhere, but we're talking about creative stuff here, who are multi-talented in ways that we are just completely unaware of, Uh, that we may know them as being famous for one or two things, maybe even three things, but those people, chances are, many of them, many, many of them have talents in many more areas, both creative and non-creative. I have some examples here. Um, This one's kind of a gimme, Uh, Jamie Foxx, you know he's a singer, you know he's an actor, you know he's a comedian. Um, You might not also know that he is a songwriter. Uh, He doesn't just sing the songs. He writes the songs. Um, A la Barry Manilow, who did not write that song. But that's a different podcast. Uh, And he is also an accomplished pianist uh i believe he studied uh, classical piano and so he's you know that's which is something i just recently learned tom hanks everybody loves him you know he's an actor you know he's a producer he's produced things for hbo he's produced movies etc etc he is also a writer he's written fiction he is an app designer he designed an app that has to do with uh, typewriter fonts because he's a huge typewriter collector um reese witherspoon actor producer she's a singer which you've probably also know she's also a writer uh of nonfiction. fiction design uh in design things interior design stuff like that um lupita nyongo uh is a, is an acclaimed actor she's also a writer uh wrote a book and a tv producer um and i'm and the thing is not this list is is paltry, it's short compared to the thousands and thousands of people that I could have put on here. And not only that, it doesn't include any of these people's non-creative uh, talents, such as their work in business, creating businesses, their work in charity and, and political activism and all and all of those things. And these are just like, you know, restless people with many talents who want to find many different ways to make the world a better place or to bring joy to the world, Right. And among that group, getting to uh, this week's actual topic with uh, the, this album uh, here is Sean Cassidy. Uh, so a little history, right? If you know him at all, then chances are you are above a certain age, <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, which I am. And secondly, if you do know him, you probably know him for a few things such as he is David Cassidy's younger brother. He uh, starred, co-starred in the uh, Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mysteries uh, in the 1970s. Um, or uh, you might know him as a pop singer, which is what this is all about here. Um, this album it was his first of several albums uh, that he put out in the 70s and I guess from the mid 70s and mid 80s. Um, but believe it or not, and well, not, and this is the whole point of this topic this week, he's done way more than all of that. And I'm going to talk about uh, that a little later. But first, let's just get into the music here because why else are we here, right? Well, I loved this album, there's no other way to put it. Uh, I loved it so much that there was a poster included inside this LP, which sadly I no longer have, that I had on my bedroom closet door. I don't know, I don't remember that well why, other than I loved this album. And I think it was because he did a cover version of The Crystals, The Do Run Run, and I really, really liked that cover. And the album in general was kind of just... Pop, you know, pop music, and I've always been into pop music. Now, granted, I was seven at the time, seven and eight, and uh, that might have had a hand in why I would have liked so like this, but uh, I still like it, and I still have that taste deep inside of me because, let's face it, no matter how old we get, no matter how far we try to run from our preteen taste, they're still there. That's a warning to you, you hear me? Uh, So anyway, back... Back to the and I suggest listening to this. It's it's diverting. It's very it's very enjoyable. As are I think his next couple of albums. Um, but we're you know, we're getting to that right. So yes, back to the main thread. I I remember vaguely learning of Sean through you know through knowing his brother David from the Partridge family. Um, I. I watched every episode of Hardy Boys with him and Parker Stevenson, who I also really liked. Um, and I was, get like I said, totally into this debut album. But then, you know, I got older and my tastes changed or, or expanded, let's say. And uh, his TV show ended in 79 and I kind of lost interest in general. And he went and did kind of some, some disparate things that I didn't follow. I didn't really, um, you know, catch on to any more of his music. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of what else he, he was in, which he had did do a bunch of things uh, on television. Uh, he was in a TV version of the movie Breaking Away and um, he did he had t- TV guest spots and then he switched to stage which at the time I was nowhere near uh, New York or LA so I you know didn't see any of it and wouldn't have known of it frankly but he was you know fairly successful in that too but you know a lot of time passed before I had any reason to think of uh, mr. Sean Cassidy um in fact it was about um I'm gonna say like a million years later or like, well uh, over 15 years from the last time I had thought of him most likely, that I heard his name again. And this was in like 1995. A new TV show uh, that was critically acclaimed came out called American Gothic. And it turns out he's the creator of that and and writer and producer of that show. And I had no idea that he had been developing a career as a creator, writer, and producer in television. Uh, like I said, I didn't watch it, but It made me kind of follow what he was doing a little more like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy from when I was a kid. And wow, he's doing this now. Geez, I thought he just did all those other things. And then a couple years later in 97, he did another TV show called Roar starring a uh, young, unknown dynamic actor uh, named Heath Ledger. And, which was the first time I had ever seen or heard of Heath Ledger, and I fell in love with that show. It, I think it only aired maybe eight episodes or something like that. It was cancelled very quickly. I think it was in a way ahead of its time because a lot of shows came afterwards in the 2000s that were similar to that. It was set in the 400s AD, I believe, in medieval Ireland and all this stuff. So, uh, if you can find the episodes, I said look it up if you're a Heath Ledger fan or... If you want to know more about the kind of stuff that Sean Cassidy did, because he did indeed create, write and produce that, that show as well. And he's been doing that ever since, straight up until, uh, straight up to the current, uh, current TV show, uh, New Amsterdam, for which he's written several episodes. Um, And, you know, I keep looking out for things that he's done because I admire anybody who doesn't feel like they need to stick to the one thing that they do or the one thing that they're known for. Whether you end up being good at this other thing or not or su- or successful at it or not or famous for it or not. And those are three different things. Make money at it. Now that's, you know, I guess success is in a, in a certain way. Uh, doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're trying it, that, that you're branching out trying to do other things. Right? And... This is something, and and, and it's because, it's because I read this book uh, by David Epstein called Range. And it basically was advocating for people being good at more than one thing and not being so narrowly focused. That there are very few professions or skills that require or benefit from a narrow, narrow focus. That most professions and skills in the world actually benefit from a broader focus, from a broader range of uh, skills and interests and pursuits. And so anybody who in the world who does that, and especially in the creative field, I very, very much admire and follow. And you can talk about people like um, uh, Donald Glover, uh, who's, who's also Childish Gambino. And, and you know, just I, again, there's just so many people. Um, Jennifer Lopez is a famous one, and you know, uh, that that. there's a there's a certain there's a there's a bravery but there's a there's a restlessness and and you know i admire them in part because i've spent my life not really being able to do one thing um i yes i i grew up uh, in a musical household and been a musician since i was a since really uh, probably before i could complete full sentences uh it's actually documented to be true and um You know, I call that being a polymath, which uh, if you've been following along, you know, I wrote a song about that, Um, you know, and that other than this podcast, which thank you for listening to, uh, which is all about music and is and is in part done to promote my own music, for which I'm a singer, songwriter, uh, performer, producer, engineer and all of that stuff. uh, I am also uh, a voice actor. I do uh, voiceovers for commercials, for film, for video games, uh, You uh, there, the, below the, one of the links is my voice uh, over reel or you can go to my website com slash voice and you can see a bunch of other things I've done for commercials like Ozempic or uh, Connect Four. Um, I've done uh, World of Warcraft, uh, things like that. Uh, I'm also an actor-actor, too, on uh, stage. I've done a lot of stage in New York and Philadelphia. Uh, I've done uh, some TV, and I've done some film, including a f- an upcoming film, the prequel, The Sopranos, called The Many Saints of Newark. I had a featured role in that, which was really exciting. And uh, you can you can see some of that. Uh, on my website, uh I believe, slash acting. But just go to nickdamadio.com, check the, you know, the tabs up top. Uh, I'm also a writer. I've written fiction. I've written nonfiction. I've written poetry. Uh, uh, and I am a graphic artist a- as well. And as you can see, this shirt here is part of the company that uh, Catherine Lynn and I own. Um, Snark Church by Feek. I designed... This a uh, long time this long time ago. This maybe not so long ago, but um, all the shirts have graphic designs that you know I initiated and, and you know had a huge part in. Um, and I'm also a photographer, and I just put this book out on Etsy. So if you want to look for it on Dematio Visual, um, it, it's it's a photo series book which has some writing in it, which has a little bit of kind of almost poetry in it, or, or, you know, word association kind of thing with each photo, tells a story, you know, um, but of course, my main thing, as always, is the music, and this is the complete collection of The Weird Objective, which is the five albums that I put out in 2020, uh, culminating with Synergy for the Weird, which is now out everywhere. It just came out on all streaming platforms across the world, and uh, that is also that is the first link that you'll see below. I made a landing page for this where you can listen to all of the tracks in one place. Um, make it easy, you know. And uh, and or if you have a streaming service you prefer, you can find it there too. And many of the links are on that landing page. The link to this book, oops, is also there. Uh, and there's you know a link the link to Snark shirts by Feek is there. Uh, please, you know, check out all these links below and uh, let me know what you think. Um, I always appreciate feedback and appreciate sharing things, you know, vice versa. Um, what about you? Do you do you have multi-talents? Are you somebody who has a talent that people don't know about that either you wish they did or you don't care? You just enjoy it. It doesn't matter. I have a friend who's great at teaching. He's great, great um, mathematician and good at uh, editing, like, write, you know, book editing. But he's also a blues guitarist. You know, so things like that. not It's not something he wants to pursue as a profession, but it's a, it's an extra talent that he has and that he's developed because of how much he loves that kind of music. Um, do you remember Sean Cassidy? Do you remember anything that he did? Uh, did you know about the other stuff that he's done already? Do you know of other people you were surprised to hear had a different talent that you couldn't believe? You know, or that, or that you were like, oh, well, yeah, I could see how that could be. Like Jim Carrey, you know, he's... He's a comedian, he's an actor, producer, and all that stuff, but he's also a visual artist, you know, and that's something that I learned about a few years ago, but it was somewhat of a surprise, and his stuff's kind of cool, you know? Um, uh, Yeah, or are there there people that you follow because they're multi-talented? That's, that's, you know, something that you're into, and you kind of get a kick out of that. I want to know all of this, uh, because, as always, I want to hear from you. My objectives here are music, conversation, and connection. Thank you so much for listening and if you're if you're watching as well for watching, for reading, for clicking and listening to the music and sharing. And I will see you next time.
1: It's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.